coming up this week. Harbor Boulevard merchants fight back. The once exclusive 21 Royal Street goes public. And AP Days moves to Disneyland Park. Plus later Nancy talks about her family's visit to Great Wolf Lodge. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 645, for the week of January 29th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. I am Tom. Stop it. <laughs> Except when she's trying to make me giggle. Mary Jo Mulata Willie. Hello. And Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, gung hey fat choy there. Yeah, what he said. Nice. That was wow. awesome. Wow. Look at you. The blue hour already. Okay. Um, hey. <laughs> hello to our friend. That was actually very well said. Okay, cool. It was. <laughs> pork, soup, pork soup dumplings. Um, hello mm. to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to join us every week at 7 p.m. Pacific, head over to Mixler.com and listen and chat live with all the other folks that are listening and chatting live. Uh, and, of course, the rest of our Diz Unplugged uh, podcast family of shows. Wow, that was a long sentence. Extra words in there. Uh, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show, you catch that on YouTube on Mondays. The Orlando Show live every Tuesday. Uh, Universal Show live every Thursday. Uh, and Diz Pop um, on YouTube on Fridays. And we have one more uh, episode of Connecting with Walt for January-ish. We do. Okay, cool. Uh, this this Friday, Craig and I will wind up our season of adventure with an exploration of the darkest regions of the history of the Magic Kingdom's Adventureland. Very cool. <laughs> Did you wear your pith helmet? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I always put it on before I take a pith. <laughs> Yes. No. Oh. And the blue hour continues. <laughs> All right. Uh, following up on something that we talked about last episode, um, we talked about Pizza Press uh, moving over to the Anaheim Plaza Hotel and quote unquote suites. Um, so I messaged them on Facebook and did a little little bit of research. Well, actually, did not a lot of research. Um, they have. Apparently, a five-year lease contract agreement with Anaheim Plaza, where they're going to be moving to. Uh, so, they will be there whether or not there is a new hotel being built around them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to say whether or not there is a building. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um but it's kind of weird. If you go to the, the Anaheim Plaza's website now, um, it does say Pizza Press is coming in March. And also says that there's a new like lounge or something like that that's coming to the hotel in March. So I'm guessing maybe that um, is taking the place of the Mexican restaurant on the other side. I, I'll have to follow up on that. But uh, kind of cool. At least they're staying in the neighborhood, not too far away. So 
That's a good thing. Um, any housekeeping? I have a little one. Go ahead. Uh, one of uh, our Diz Diva friends tweeted, sent me a tweet, and she said that, and I don't know if you guys knew this or not, and this is from Sarah, and she said that at where they have the dull Whips that they offer tahini seasoning that they have it behind the counter. Now, did you guys a, know that? I did not know that. I saw your tweet come no, through. Is that at the at the, in in the parks or is it at the hotel? You know that's a that's a good question. I I thought she was referring to the parks, but okay. I think I, I'm going to have to research that personally to make yeah. sure. I have to try that. <laughs> I have to try yeah. that option now. Ooh, spicy dough. I know. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know what tahini is, it's a a chili powder seasoning with lime. And it's not spicy, but it gives it a little kick. So it's tart and kicky. Tart mm. and kicky. Yeah. It's tart. what a lot of our, our little um, street side fruit vendors. And that's, is that, oh my is gosh, it's your... so good on fruit. Is that what they have in the mm-hmm. mango the mango pack, packets? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Southwest Dismeat, what, less than two weeks away? We're so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there's still time to sign up. So if you're listening to this now, as long as it's not the 10th, um, definitely sign up for the Dismeet, uh, the Southwest Dismeet. We are, uh, gathering up at, um, Trader Sam's Friday night, just a casual thing. Uh, do please make a donation if you're going to come to that. Um, Saturday, we will have, be meet, uh, meeting up at the Grand Legacy at the park which is the corner of Harbor Boulevard and Disney Way. Uh, there will be a lunch served. Uh, we'll do a casual podcast. There's auction items going on. Um, as far as I know, we were, t- we're up on the roof, so which is the fifth the, ba- the bar up there. So that's going to be gonna very be so cool. Much fun. It's a beautiful view up there. Um, yeah. So if you can make it out to Anaheim this com- uh, the weekend of the 10th, 11th, 12th, it's going to be a good time. Sunday's going to be fun for those of you that signed up for the uh, scavenger hunt. Um, I, I I think it starts like 10.30, so I may hang around a little bit, but then i got to book it home so I can do a podcast. Uh, well, I'll have to play that by ear. Maybe I'll podcast from the car or something. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, make sure you check out the the auction. The auction is live. You can bid now. A couple people have already bid. So, and there's some fun stuff in there. I know there's more stuff coming too, right, Mary Jo? Oh yeah, there's um, quite a quite a I bit know of stuff. Some yeah. other items that they're going to be having in mm-hmm. the in the for the auction. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say what they are until they're actual officially right. yeah. handed over. Yeah, I have another. Cool I, have, I have something uh, that listeners say told me I want I want to I want to donate something to the, uh, to the auction. I'm, he's like, I'll give you a gift card or something. I'm like, well, give us something. Like physical, he's like, okay. So he goes on Disney Store and orders something and ships. It's gonna ship it to me. Oh, so, cool! Yeah. Nice. So if you like That's haunted, if you sweet. if you like haunted mansion, you're gonna want to look at this. Um, cool. Yep. So let's see what else I want to talk about. Uh, oh, World of Color. So there was rumors, not quote unquote rumors, but confirmation that World of Color was going down for a little bit. Uh, it is not going down for as long as I thought it was going to go down. Um, it is down February 21st through March 6th. So hmm. just, just a couple weeks. So that's not, that's not too bad. Um, Garden Walk. 
That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. Uh, Garden Walk, uh, the House of Blues is coming along. They just put, like, the water tower-looking thing on top of it. Uh, Good news is Gospel Brunch is returning, at least... Uh, for a limited oh. time, or for you know, for for a little bit. Oh, nice! Not not every because it wasn't it every week, or was it just once a month? Or how? I don't remember how it was before. Um, well, it was every week originally. Okay. And uh, then it went to, and then I guess it performances. It wasn't as popular, so okay. they. All right, so they have on one, two, three, four, five dates scheduled right now: April sixteenth and April thirtieth. And then May 14th, 21st, and 28th. And 14th is Mother's Day. So they have two uh, two performances scheduled or two brunches scheduled. So nice. definitely, definitely check that out if you're interested in heading to the Gospel Brunch. Um, again, Hustle Blues reopens uh, 28th of February. So it's, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, any other housekeeping? I do. I have a couple. Ahead, I just wanted to thank everyone for all the messages they sent to me and Carol. Um, we we you know over the passing of her father, we truly appreciate it and uh, appreciate the support of all our Diz friends, and it makes us realize what what a great community uh-huh. we're all a part of. And I got a wonderful message from a listener over the week, and it's one of those messages that popped up on my phone. And it was so sweet. And I thought, okay, I do the nature of my job. I can't respond to messages that pop up on my phone immediately. So I thought, oh, when I get home, I will um, respond. I couldn't find that message to save my life on anything. But it was somebody who wrote about how how much they enjoy the 60 years of Disneyland um, history segments. And he feels like, or she's feeling... I don't even remember their name. It's terrible because I thought I'm going to respond that evening. Uh, how they feel like they're walking through all the areas of the park. And it was uh, it was so nice what they wrote. So I, I just want to thank whomever sent it because it was such a nice message. I didn't want them to think I was ignoring them. So I'm assuming they listened to the news show as well as, you know, all of our other um, you know, extra segments that we do. So just thank you for your message because they, they went into the, the circumstances under which they've been listening to the show and all that. So I just wanted to thank them for it. Very cool. Um, anything else in housekeeping? No? Okay, good. Mm-mm. Yay. Anybody anybody going to uh, see Remember Dreams Come True this week? Besides me? Friday night, February third. Be there. I'll be, be there. Probably next weekend. I'll, I'll be there. Be, okay. Right. Or I'll be watching it if you <laughs> live, live stream. stream it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I think I'm actually going to try to try to film it with the with the good camera and get a f- nice 4K version of it so we can put that up on the site. Yeah, that, that's probably a good idea. I, yeah. I think so many people are streaming these days that when like, I can't Ooh, even get yeah, Periscope. No. If you're tra- in the and, hub, trying to I, yeah. Yeah, and when I um, live streamed the parade, the and uh-huh. premiere, I think it was Ryan who said that he tried five different live streams and everybody was breaking up. Yeah. And they should realize that if I'm doing it, everybody else should just stand down and just let me <laughs> right? stream. <laughs> yeah, yes. don't they know? Don't they know who you are? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I ran into that Joe. when I was watching your live streaming of the Main Street Electrical Parade, and it was breaking up a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah, because other people are, are breaking into my time and they should mm-hmm. they should just jerks. Let me, let me <laughs> see. I stood down. I just FaceTimed it with my daughter. Oh, Mary Jo did it for the rest of y'all. <laughs> well, we we have a we have a great version on YouTube now, so not that yours isn't great. Yeah. Sorry, but you know what I mean. No, uh, I, I think that's a great idea, though, Tom. When you do that with the with the video, so you could put it on li- on YouTube and get a much better quality film. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what all that yeah. joking was about. All right, anything else in housekeeping? All right, let's head over to me with the news. Twenty one Royal Street. Um, an opulent restaurant in Disney's New Orleans Square. New Orleans. Wow, I never pronounce it like that. New Orleans. Yes. And, and Michael, be, feel free to correct me on the history here. Uh, that was once only open to Club 33 members and the elite is now booking reservations for anyone who can afford it. Uh, the restaurant <laughs> opened in September 2015, uh, located above Pirates of the Caribbean-ish. Actually, above Pirates of the Caribbean. Kind of between the Dream Suite and Club 33, um, in a space that was once meant to be part of a larger in-park living space for the Disney family. The restaurant was initially only available to Club 33 members and corporate guests exclusively, but as the newness wore off, uh, Disney found the need to open up the experience to everyone and did so quietly a month or so ago. Uh, the Rob Report, uh, which everybody's retweeting, recently got a look at 21 Royal Street. I think that's all they got, too. I don't think they got to eat anything. I think they just got to look. Um, and the dining experience that you can now enjoy if you can afford it. The $15,000 price tag includes a custom seven-course meal for a party of 12. So that's, do your math, $1,250 oh $1, a piece. Uh, tax, gratuity, oh, gratu- tips included, valet parking. Not sure how many cars you can park for, probably just one. And park admission for all 12. So that's not, yeah, that knocks another $100 off the price. Uh also includes Unless you're an annual pass holder. <laughs> also includes a, a cocktail, a cocktails before in the in the um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Not the not the in the jazz lounge. In the jazz lounge? No, no, it's not in the jazz lounge. It's in like the the patio, but on the inside. The little, oh, oh, okay. The courtyard. Yeah, the courtyard. That's the word. The court yeah. of angels. Yeah. Well, above above the court of angels. Oh, okay. It's the little fountain courtyard that they have for the dream suite. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. The private, yeah. the private, yeah, the private, courtyard. private courtyard. Uh, the meal from Disney Res- Disneyland Resort. Wow. Disneyland Resort executive chef Andrew Sutton is intended to, to be an updated version of a dinner party that Walt Disney and his wife Lillian would have attended. Um, after. They would not have attended <laughs> a dinner party <laughs> no, like right. this. Walt like chili. <laughs> right. Um, after, okay, so you get cocktails, you get your dinner, then after dinner, you can have, uh, you can head out to the balcony. Uh, for coffee and dessert, where you might be able to enjoy the fireworks or Fantasmic or whatever is playing in the sky that particular night. If you would like to book a dinner party at 21 Royal Street, first contact me, see if I'm available. Then contact <laughs> their concierge at 714-377-49. If you, if you invite me, I'll be happy to give you a personalized history tour <laughs> right. of the park. Part of it. I was trying to <laughs> trying to figure out exactly where this was because I thought it was I didn't I don't think they took any part of the dream suite, right? This is a separate space, correct? 
There, there was a well, part of the dream suite they also never included as part of the dream suite. Okay, so this may be right. part of that. Okay. But for okay, those of you who might remember, isn't that where they used to have the model of the of Space Mountain in that room all the way to the left when you went up into the dream suite? No, that's pretty what's sure. the uh, the bedroom with the train around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if or you that kept- room got split. If you kept walking down, oh gosh, it was the corridor. I think it was on the right, and it, I'm thinking of the also now of the gallery because more people have been in the gallery. Yeah. There was a corridor that was on the right that kept going. Mm-hmm. There, there was space beyond that that was part of the original apartment, and I don't believe they all, um, they all, uh, they they ever utilized all that space. It so, had been used for storage mm-hmm. and yeah. things like so that. So is is the and that led to the original elevator, didn't it? There's a little extra elevator back there by the kitchen. Yeah, because I think Carol Carol had had used that elevator in the past. Now is the yeah I've used it, it as well. Is Twenty One Royal Street to the right of the courtyard? Because the left of the courtyard would be the dream suite, right? Yeah, it would be to the right okay. of the courtyard. Okay. So I think that it, they may have taken some space from, like the old kitchen, or they they're utilizing, you know, because that's where the kitchen that, was for Club Thirty Three, but that moved or expanded or. Yeah, it expanded into the, the trophy the room, banquet room, yeah. the trophy room. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to wait. And see. I, I've I, back when this opened a year and a half ago, we saw a lots of lots of. Um, Big wigs and and people that think they have more money than um, they need they need yes that went and actually tried this so I don't I don't know if we'll see any more of that just because now it's available to everyone but that's a big price tag yeah I don't know how they justify that boy that better be an open bar if I'm going to get my money's right, worth right <laughs> I right, mean so I would love to see that menu let us know if you go and we'll. You know, I wonder if that, uh, the first thing that hit my mind is, I wonder if they have any partnerships now that they've made with the um, fairy tale weddings. Because that would be, you know, for as much as they charge, I think, right. well, back when I got married, the baseline price for having a wedding in the park was 33000 You know, throw an extra fifteen for the food. Right. And you could do a rece- you know, small, your small, yeah. dinner, yeah, small intimate wedding dinner. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, rehearsal dinner. Yeah, oh, God, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> rehearsal dinner. Oh my gosh! So, so the groom's oh my parents, gosh. so the groom's parents the, have to the, pay. The separate, the special room at Napa Rose doesn't even cost that much per person. <laughs> you because know, you can actually block off that one room. There's a private dining room that you can actually block off at the Napa. Didn't know, Didn't that. know that. Yeah, it's the one with all the little doors. Can can you on the end of Can you call Andy and get? Can you call Andy and get that for us? Um, I used to know what the price was because we actually <laughs> thought about it when oh. we got married. But all right, we're, never mind. Go, moving on. <laughs> Hotels, motels, restaurant owners, and other merchants that line the east side of the Disneyland Resort along Harbor Boulevard have begun a begun a public campaign against a project that they say will have quote, wide-ranging and long-lasting detrimental effects on the community. Uh, this is 
not news to y'all, the Eastern Gateway Project includes a 6,900 spot parking structure behind the Harbor Boulevard Merchants, a security checkpoint, transportation hub, and a pedestrian pathway and bridge that would connect direct connect guests directly to the Disneyland Resort bypassing the neighboring businesses. The businesses have banded together as the Harbor Boulevard Merchants Coalition and have created a new website, get this, www.saynotodisney.com to share their concerns. <laughs> I thought it'd be never Disney, right? just to, yeah. you know, build upon another uh-huh. slogan. Um, aside from guests being able to access the Harbor Boulevard businesses, one of the coalition's big concerns <clears throat> is safety, as the screening checkpoint will be, like, right behind the hotels, so, you know... Uh, they also are concerned that the design of the bridge doesn't fit with the surrounding area. Tacky? Yes. That, <laughs> that's, that's the subtext. Disney. Yes, yes. I would be really surprised if Disney didn't take that into account I th- and work with I, the city to do that. I, I don't see that happening. No, I think they would design something very nice since that's the gateway to the resort. In yeah. a way. Yeah, but the, the businesses aren't happy. Uh, the coalition is asking Disney to hold public workshops to discuss the project and ooh, for an environmental impact report. Too bad there's no Reedy Creek district here. Um, they would also like a better bridge design with local with access for local merchants. So they want a better bridge and they want to be able to get to the bridge. So they're basically doing what they can to stall this. Yes. Uh, merchants along Harbor Boulevard employ over 8,500 Orange County residents, and the coalition feels that the ch- that changes to the project are essential to the uh, economic well-being of the entire neighborhood. Okay, what I still don't understand is, let's say we're staying at the Grand Legacy, where we're having the Southwest Disney. Mm-hmm. If I want to walk to the park, do I have to go? Will I someday have to go to this parking mm-hmm. garage area and that's, over the park that's what it's sounding like they're sound, they're yeah. asked the one of the one of the things in the oc register article or on the website was was talking about how they want the merchants to create a eastern access point from their from their property so a back, a back door from their property mm-hmm. so that they get to the to the parking structure the parking lot and and access the bridge uh, I, yeah, McDonald's is, I think, probably funding this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be too happy if I had to walk an extra half block or a mm. block or something and then up and over. And that'd be a hassle. Yeah. yeah. People that were on uh, when I posted this on Facebook, people were saying, you know, talking about that, you know, th- they the these merchants wouldn't have any any business if it wasn't for disney but right but my argument is disney has i think what 2400 rooms on property oh yeah disney needs the merchants disney needs the merchants this this is not this is not just the merchants needing disney it's the other way around as well yeah kind of what i'm finding interesting is you know a lot of these um Place, these lodging places advertise that they're right across the street and within uh-huh. walking distance. They've already um, 
interfered with, uh, I'll say interfered with like Stovall and pavilions, you know, using the Grand Californian as a shortcut into the parks. Mm-hmm. And this is going to affect the hotels and, and other lodgings on Harbor Boulevard from just walking across the pedestrian walkway. If they're going to have to go through the parking garage to get to it, how are they going to do that? And it's just, I mean, with Disney building that other hotel, now they're going to have uh, four four of them. I don't see them that they're going to really want to work too much with the other locations to make it easier for them to get to the, the, the parks. The other hotel's going to have how many rooms? Another, it's smaller, right? Has to be smaller. So maybe so maybe three thousand rooms. That's still. It's still not enough, not and enough. it's not going to be affordable for families. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm not saying what I. I'm not saying that what I think they're doing is the right thing. I just don't see them making it any easier for the average person. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun I to guess. watch, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, going to be, be interesting. Yep. All right, that is the news. Time for Rapid Fire. I will go first because I have it in front of me. Uh, guests at the Disneyland Resort will be able to watch an extended eight-minute preview of the new live-action adaptation of Beauty and the Beast beginning February 10th. The preview, of course, will be shown at the Sunset Showcase Theater in Disney California Adventure. The experience will also include a display of props and costumes from the film. Beauty and the Beast will be in theaters March 17th. I, I guess I will go and see it. I I listen after yeah after hearing what you guys said about <laughs> um, Emma Watson's voice yeah I I watched it and I liked it. It sounded she sounded sweet and I'm looking Belle's forward to seeing sweet, the movie. Belle's not sweet though. Bella's not Snow White or Sleeping Beauty. Bella's not is is a strong character. She needs a strong. Okay, voice. this is Emma Watson playing Belle. Yes. Are you forgetting this is Emma Watson playing Belle? Emma Watson cannot play a weak character. Mm, she sings like it. Uh, I, I, it sounded very auto-tuned to me, yes, unless thank they you. have changed it, to, uh, changed the trailer. Or and and, that, and I know Disney I claimed to that part. Disney so. claimed it was a, a rough cut and mm-hmm. you know all this kind of stuff. But uh, in I, other words, in other words, they yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm surprised they 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 didn't have someone dub <laughs> over Mar- like they do for the animated. Is Mar- Marnie Nixon still speaking- alive? Yeah, I know. I I told that to Craig <laughs> uh, when we were t- on a connecting with Walt. Well, uh, our pre you know our production meeting, and he had no idea who she was. <laughs> but uh, but um, it, you know, in, in the animated films, it's very common for them to have a speaking right um actor and a singing actor and. I don't know. Is it too late for them to um, <laughs> consider that? Color, Unless, color of course, position. it is. They did, uh, you know, it, it was a rough cut of her voice, and they're going to fix it up uh, for the film. Which, Ho- yeah. Hopefully they fix it. All right. Uh, Mary Jo? Well, coming back for this year and um, are the annual pass days at Disneyland Resort uh, starting February 10th. They'll be offering over at the Tomorrowland Terrace. Well, I still call it Tomorrowland Terrace, but over in that area, they have the... It's the Starcade. It's not the Tomorrowland Terrace? No, it's, no, no, it's going to be at the Starcade. Oh, at the Starcade. Tomorrowland Starcade. Sorry. Thank you, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they're going to have an annual pass area and it's going to be open from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day. They call it the AP Welcome Center, Tomorrowland Starcade. And then after 4 p.m., it's going to be at the Main Street Opera House. And pass holders must prevent a valid annual passport to receive these benefits. And we're going to be getting, don't be too surprised, a button <gasps> and recipe cards. And they're going to be retro recipe cards. So, yes, and, Michael, I will be collecting some. Thank you. And the What's a retro recipe card? Well, the whole theme of this is the electrical parade, so they're going back to the 70s, I guess. Oh, okay. Oh, so maybe it's discontinued recipes. That would be that'd be really cool. That would be. Well, also they're going to, you know, and this is one of the things that a lot of people ask, you know, uh, for the retro characters. <laughs> so, we'll see if we get the Country Bear Jamboree. I I will laugh if they're part of some of the characters, but there'll be meet and greets with um some of the special retro characters. Um, there will be family-friendly activities, including pre-themed paper crafts, kind of like what we saw for the food and wine during the holidays. Uh, complimentary AP Day goodies, including the Disneyland report recipe cards, resort recipe cards, and button series featuring the Main Street Electrical Parade artwork. So each week we'll get a different one. And like I said, this begins on March, uh, February 10th, and it goes through March 9th. Okay, I bet we'll see the characters from Robin Hood because they've trotted them out before. Um, Claire, the Claribel, two little, or what's it? The two little, the two. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the '70s films. Oh, the right. two little mice um, from the Rescuers. The rescuers? Mm-hmm. Bianca, and Bernard, and Bianca. Yeah, they'll trot them out. Uh, they'll trot out the country bears. Uh, I'm just trying to think what other films. Uh, I mean, they didn't really have many characters. From, nah, that was a '60s film. Any, any, well, anything in the in the in the, that used to be in the parade? That's Robin. Robin Hood was in, or the the Prince John. Yeah, John he was, and he was a walk around character. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, he he kicked my dad in the butt at the time. <laughs> when my dad was crossing the bridge, he was hiding in one of those arches, and my dad walked past. I don't think they would do something like that today. But dang, it sure was funny back in the back in that happened. But they're also going to have exclusive annual passport um, pass holder merchandise, including T-shirts, lanyards, pins, tumblers, and more. And Tom, that design that you had is that the design that's going to be on those on the merchandise? That was in uh, it was a email that went out to annual pass holders, and so I, I borrowed it from that. But yeah, I, I'm assuming it's going to be that's that one of that's really one of cool. that's one of the designs, or, or yeah, okay. Um, they'll have an AP Days Guide Map, also a uh, parade-themed photo opportunity. And there'll be the lounge phone charging area, like what we had over in um, the Blue Sky Cellar, which I thought was great, mm-hmm. um, an area for us to, to charge our phones. So be sure to bring your your um, passport. They Over at the Main Street Opera House at 4 p.m., you'll be able to watch some films. They'll have screenings of historical parade videos after 4 p.m. that annual pass holders can watch. And they've had stuff like this in the past, and it doesn't really get crowded. It's usually crowded at the beginning then kind of lets up, but I think it's a cool way to see some of these videos from yesteryear at the at the resort. And I th- didn't they, use, they would usually, at the beginning of the day, start giving out wristbands for the different screenings? Yes. Yep, um, I no, believe that. Get in line anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get in the standby line if you don't have it. 
I, they'll still be selling the popcorn buckets. And Michael, I do have yours with your popcorn in it from the premiere. <laughs> Uh, now you said you ate it. I heard you on the last show. <laughs> no, I bought I bought two of them. I didn't eat yours. <laughs> oh gosh, that's going to be so stale. You can <laughs> eat it. it. Well. You can you can feed it to Donald's little friends oh. if you wish. <laughs> but um, those will those um, we can do refills until April sixteenth. So that's <clears> going to go beyond the annual pass holder um, days at Disneyland Resort. Um, again, they're talking about the limited time. Now they're talking about limited time secret annual pass holder menu items. Which I, probably, I don't know. It's probably the same, yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah, because I don't see how the participating locations are Carnation Cafe. Same. Which we already know about the macaroni and, and the, the nachos and stuff that they have there. Galactic Grill, Gibson. Wait, is that Girl Carnation High Cafe or is that a, the refreshment corner? The nachos and the. The uh, nachos and stuff at the refreshment corner. Okay. So Carnation Cafe, I'm sorry. Is... But it's probably the same stuff as the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Galactic Grill, Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor, where we'll be able to get the Fantasia ice cream. And I'm going to ask them what, what exclusive annual pass refreshments they have. <laughs> the Street Refreshment Corner and Plaza Inn, where they're going to have the chicken and waffles that we still need to try. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had those the last time they had them. I was shocked. I liked them. Were they uh, the Mickey waffles, Michael? Yeah, they're the Mickey waffles. Yeah. They can't so not be Mickey waffles. So you liked them, right? Nancy Nancy gives a big thumbs up to both to that. I've never tried it. Even when I went with you, Tom, I didn't have the chicken and waffles. Right at, at um, Roscoe's? Correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Nancy is, disa- Nancy is disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm just speechless. All right, moving on. Thank you, Mary. Going on and just uh, be sure to to ask when you get there. Go over to the Starcade um, as soon as you can to get your goodies. And and when you order the chicken and waffles, they will give you a side of gravy if you ask for it for your chicken. Hmm. Woohoo! Very cool. Although it should be maple syrup. Oh, they give you that too. I know. Some you don't need the like gravy. Both. Some people like both. Michael know, likes Michael likes thing. both. When's the end date of, of AP Days? March 9th? March right? 9th. Yeah, okay. so it goes cool. for a month. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael. Well, we're going to move on up. Speaking of special Disney events, we're going to move on up here to Northern California. Well, you might remember I talked about MouseCon just a few months ago. Well, they've already started announcing guests for the third annual MouseCon. And this is the San Francisco Bay Area's first and only Disney fan convention. They have announced their uh, first of their three special guests. Well, two of them aren't so special because they've been at the last couple of MouseCons. So, uh, so I'm not going to go into a lot of detail with them. Bill Morrison, who actually is, is a wonderful cartoonist and illustrator, he has He's done a lot of work on on various uh, various projects, but for Disney, he 
did a lot of the advertising for the motion pictures. He did a lot of their movie posters, you know, for like Little Mermaid, Bambi, Peter Pan, Cinderella, Lady and the Champ, Jungle Book, and all that. And he's been working on The Simpsons and Futurama and a, a few other things. So anyway, and he has um, been working with Acme Animation Archives. They print some very, very nice posters of of classic Disney characters and, and other things. And then see Andrew Nelson, who's he's again, he's done a ton of stuff, but his claim to fame in the Disney world now is that he has portrayed Darth Vader more times than any other actor when you take into account all the times he portrayed him on in the video games. But the big one is, of course, uh, you know, our dear friend on our Walt Disney World show, um, Rhino, his cousin, Cliff Clavin, is <laughs> going to be is going to be here. None other than John Ratz Ratzenberger. And of course, as you know, he played um, mail carrier Cliff Clavin on on Cheers. And but he is uh, he has in, been in every Pixar film every as a voice. Pixar. And, and he's made fun of himself doing voices in every Pixar film in Pixar films. <laughs> yeah, and and he's considered the Pixar good luck charm. And what I didn't know was he was uh, he was Major Durlin in Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, and he's also was in Superman one and two. He was in House Two, Motel Hell, and I, I had absolutely. No, I I didn't know that. But what I didn't know is he had a nickname, Rats. Do, do people rats. really call him that? R A T Z. I have absolutely no idea. I, I could I, see I've them never doing... heard that before. Okay. Yeah, I could see them doing that. So, you know, Ratzenberger is a mouthful, right? So, you know, if you want to be cool, you can't call people by their last names. So, anyway, there'll be a lot more information coming out because this event is Sunday, November 5th, 2017. So mark your calendars that it is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Admission is only $10. Children 8 to 14 are $5. Children 7 years and under are free. This is in a new location. It is um, the South San Francisco Conference Center. That's at 255 South Airport Boulevard in South San Francisco. Uh, hotel reservation details will be released soon. Uh, for the latest information, you can check out the MouseCon website or their Facebook page. And Tom will have links to both of those in our show notes. And I'm sure I will see you there at MouseCon. Awesome. Uh, Nancy. Well, I'm going to channel Tony for my rapid fires today because I got a huge update email from Legoland, California. And guess what? They're offering a bunch of new stuff. About this time last year, they introduced the Lego Friends rooms. Well, now um, the Ninjago rooms are available. And those exciting Ninjago rooms um, are, of course, themed as the Ninjago um, cartoons. Um, you know, oh, so very exciting. Um, and the Ninjago rooms actually come with free bu free breakfast buffet, early park access. Um, and like with any other ones, you get the treasure hunt with Lego prize, and you get the 
um, on-demand content on your on your televisions and Lego bricks to build with in your room, etc., etc., etc. But that's only one of their exciting things. Um, they are also doing a renew. Um, let's see, buy four Merlin annual passes and get a free hotel stay as well as saving 20% off of your Merlin annual pass. And that Merlin annual pass can be used at um, the Orlando Park as well. And it can also be used at other attractions owned by them, such as the um, Wax Museum down in Hollywood and a wide variety of other locations. Um, but that isn't all. They have officially announced their second hotel is being built. So opening in spring 2018 is going to be the Legoland Castle Hotel. And so the whole thing is going to be castle themed from the building. They're going to have 250. They're adding 250 rooms. Um, the decor throughout will be knights, princesses, dragons, wizards, and more. Um, there are the three room types as it stands now with the Land Hotel. The room types were knights, um, adventure, which is like the Indiana Jones style rooms, um, and pirates. And then they had the the friends and now Ninja, Ninjago suites. Well, the, these will be knight, wizard, or princess themed rooms. So things that are fairly similar to what you see the night theme rooms to be similar to what you see now on the first level um the wizard ones actually look pretty cool it's like a little wizard's laboratory with um you know moon and stars on the on the bedding and such and the princess one has little canopies over the, the bed and all of these rooms of course will have um you know the bunk beds and stuff like that um and then the pool area is going to be all featuring new fountain slides and play areas. And then also a new restaurant in this hotel. So that's pretty huge news coming out of uh, Legoland. That's a lot of little bricks to build that big <laughs> hotel. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, look how many it takes to build just that little castle. <laughs> Disney castle. Oh my gosh! I we haven't even thought about buying that set yet. <laughs> I'm waiting until the Disneyland version comes out because it'll be half the price. Because <laughs> it'll be half the price. <laughs> half the size, yes. That was for Mary Jo. <laughs> Thank you. I want that set. Brutal. <laughs> I want to build it you with our granddaughter. Girl thinks we're crazy. Well, it's like 350 or something. Yes. For that price, yeah. you have to wait for when it goes on sale, like Disney Store has one of their sales. You could almost get dinner at 21 Royal Street for that. I mean... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nancy. Check off. Oh, oh, oh the she chat room done. has quite a few... No, no, no. The chat oh. room has quite a few uh, responses oh, yes. saying that Tom needs to stay <laughs> in the, the princess. princess room. I stayed in the princess room at the Fairfield. You did. Huh. And that dress and that fit you, need you to very jump nicely. Up. And that you need to jump up on the bed screaming, it's magical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love our chatterati. Uh, all right. Um, they love it. 
<laughs> yes, yes. They do. I tell you, really, actually, I love staying at the at the Legoland Hotel. Yeah. And if they add something cool to the um, to the Castle Hotel, like the disco elevator that's in the regular one, the disco elevator is so worth it. Just so worth it. So this one will take you down to the dungeon or something. I don't know. Maybe it'll like make dragon noises or something. <laughs> Mark Lake is so happy he made you giggle. Aw. Thanks, Mark. All right. Um, I always forget to mention this. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us. Uh, dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. Uh, if you have any questions for the team, any you want any advice, yeah, we're good for that. Uh Sometimes we answer. We're really bad about that. Uh, actually, Mary Jo's the best, though. She always answers. Uh, anything else? No? Okay. Seems like we did this really fast. It's because Tony's not here distracting us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For those of you listening live, stick around. Nancy's going to talk about her stay at the Great Wolf Lodge. That's going to do mm-hmm. it for this segment of... Is it a woohoo? Okay. Well, that was a spoiler. Well, that's no, gonna... that, no, it's just a woohoo. I'm going to uh, talk about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. <laughs> Can I be excited? Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.